The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited. I have to share with you, we got the keys to our new house yesterday. Those of you who've been following my show for the past 10 months know that we've been in our bus while we've been building, and we moved out of the bus yesterday into the house. We don't have our household goods yet. They've been in storage, but we have enough furniture. I'm sitting in my new meditation room for the first time to do the show, and I'm on a card chair with a little TV tray in front of me, but let me tell you, Drum roll, please. I have the best internet I've had all year. We got the best they had to offer, and the cable and internet guy left one hour ago. I said to him, you have to get this fixed. I have a radio show. <laughs> His eyes got really wide, and I'm just so excited. So thank you all for your love and support during our journey, and uh, on it goes, huh? I just have to tell you that things have just fallen into place so beautifully with uh, the, the delivery of things that we did need and how everything comes together when you just hold that vision that that this is a benevolent universe and if we give good out to the world, it comes back to us. So that's not why we do it, but it's just a beautiful validation and all of your love, I feel it so strongly. So thank you. So today is the first Thursday of November. That means it's call-in day, and I'll be answering questions. And if I can't answer them, I'll ask my team, Sanaya, who's standing by here with me. I can tell from the little lip twitch I get. I just wanted to thank all of you who write in about how much you like the show. I have some of you, I've heard of binge-watching TV series, so there must be somebody out there that's binge-listening because so many people say they like to listen to one show after another. And I have great guests lined up all the way through February already. But uh, meanwhile, today, I look forward to interacting with whoever wants to call in. We have five people waiting already, and the number's 816-251-3555. And your questions, hopefully, uh, will be all about, you know, how can we bring more love into this world? What's the afterlife like? Any of those spiritual or metaphysical questions, here we go. So looking at the screen, I would say it looks like Elias has been waiting the longest. Let me bring you on the air here. Hey, welcome to the show. Did I say your name right? Elias? Elias? You're on the air. Can you hear me? 
Okay. I'm not sure why you're not talking. E-L-I-A-S is your first name, I believe. So we're... Yeah, I sure am going to go to the next one. So, Michael, sorry about that. Michael, you've been waiting a while. You're on the air. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Oh, excellent. Congratulations so, on your house. <laughs> Thank you. How can I help you today? Um, how much longer? I, I have several questions. I don't know whether they're appropriate, so I'll just ask them. Uh, I, I just also came out of a session with a client of mine, and I, I kind of channeled the session, so it takes me a second to get back. But I, yeah. I guess the most pressing one is um, how does one discern what their personal responsibility is at this exact moment in um, our journey, our collective mm. journey? Yeah. Well, as you know, and as most of you know, when we talk, there really is only this moment now. And so we focus on right. how we can bring more love into our world now. And so anytime, no matter where we are in our journey, the answer is always the same. We go to the heart and we realize we are multidimensional beings. We realize that any drama that we're involved in, the, the chaos we may be seeing in our world is part of our human story. And at that heart, which is the bridge to the greater reality, we simply shift our focus and acknowledge we are souls, descendants of light beings, which are direct descendants of the light. And stepping into that multiple perspective, we choose which one will allow us to bring the greatest peace into our world right now just by our light turning up brighter. So it may sound Pollyanna, but that's where we get the greatest insights. Do we do we take action always from the heart? Do we what do we do? And it's it's the same no matter what's going on. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All righty. Um, I'm gonna just we already have a whole bunch of callers now. If you have one other that you'd like to ask, we'll, we'll do two. No, that's okay, Susan. Okay, that's great. Well, Michael, I'm going to enter you into the drawing. Anybody that calls in today, I'm going to, at the end of the call, do a drawing for uh, one of my online courses. Take your choice. So um, stay thank tuned, you. and we'll call a name at the end. So thanks, thanks very much for calling in. Of course. All right. Bye-bye. All righty, we're going to move on to Joe. You're the next in line. Joe, welcome Hi to the there. show. Hello? Yep, you're on the air. Okay. Uh, well, it's a pleasure talking with you. I've read all your books. I'm a super fan. So. Nice. Um, the thing, I, I bet my brother opened up about three years when I got me interested, so I've read a couple hundred books on on uh, reincarnation, near-death experiences, and lots of mediums. And uh, <laughs> it's the only thing I've ever found a passion for. I'm 61 years old, and I am kind of would like to know where to go from here. I would like to channel spirit, but I don't even know if I'm meant to do that. I've, I, I, I could sense them as a child, but I've never had any uh, seeing or hearing of them. So, Well, as you talk... I can tell you right off the bat, if you have this passion and you're even thinking about channeling, that's because that thought is being put in there by your guides to 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 pull that thread and see how much of that you can open up. And, and then I see hands going out wide, and I absolutely feel that means you can open this up. So you can channel your guides for yourself and see if the messages are universal. And if so, then ask those very same guides. 
with whom should I share this? What would you like me to do with this information that's coming through? Is this to help people one-on-one? Is this to be shared on the internet? And just moment by moment, follow that prompting of the heart, just like you were prompted to call in today, and just unfolds beautifully. Exactly when your motive is from the heart and it is to serve, things will fall into place. If your motive goes awry, if it's ego or or uh, you have doubts and fears, then things won't be quite so easy. So that's always a great way to check. Okay? Yeah, well, I am an empath, a real strong empath. So I have that going for, it's kind of a not good all the time to be that. And uh, <laughs> so, but uh, nope, I'm, that's that's good to hear. I've just, uh, I've been to a couple of mediums, but nobody's been real, you know, not all mediums are as good as another, so. So I haven't really had much luck, but I, I'm hoping so. Okay. Well, Thank blessings you for- on blessings on your journey, and and really truly, I'm getting the big nod with the opening oh, that great. up. So so have no expectations and just enjoy with a sense of wonder what's going to happen great. next. Great. Thank All right. You. Thanks for calling, Joe. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Boy, I can feel everybody's energy. I love it when a group comes together. Just our collective consciousness of all of you listening. It feels so good. So, oh my gosh, my heart's just opening wide. And so, Amy, let's just spill some of that love out on you. (laughs) Hi. Hi, you're on the air. Thank you so much for taking my call. You really are a good uh, listener. I like listening to your shows. I'm going through a challenge, and I just feel so shut down. I feel guilty. I feel fear. I feel shame. And I don't know if this comes from past lives or anybody on the other side can assist me. But, you know, I want to do the right thing, but I'm just like, I don't even know why I have all, I have all this anxiety and it's just crazy. Okay. Without going into details, I don't want you to do that on the air. Is there a certain situation or you're simply feeling these emotions and can't tie it or relate it to any one issue? There's a situation. There is a situation. Yes. Okay. Uh So there was something you said a moment ago about, I don't know if the guidance is available. How did you phrase that? I wanted to know if there was any guidance from the other side, maybe a loved one or yeah. And I don't know if you mean in this moment right now, and we'll get that in a second, but I want you and everybody who's listening, which is why I love these questions, because so many of them apply universally, to know that guidance is always available from the other side. And I can tell you that 99% of the time when anybody comes to me with a question about guidance, they already know the answer. And all of all that a psychic does because there's mediumship is tuning into loved ones across the veil. The psychic is turning into your energy here, those of us in a physical body. But all a good psychic will do is validate what you already know in your heart. So the answer is always love, Amy. And I know that sounds silly, but, you know, if you feel you've been wronged, then the the thing to do is just like we said earlier to, with Michael, rise above and get that higher perspective, no matter what's going on, to help humanity or to help a situation. If you feel that you wronged someone else, the same thing applies. It's like you get in this hot air balloon and you shift your focus higher to that of the soul. And you look down and you see from different people's viewpoints that 
what was at play here? What has what has contributed to this situation? And if it's you, you know, almost any time that we look at a situation, we can look and say, well, I may have taken these actions, but that was where I was at the time. Our actions come from ignorance of who we are or, or the effects of our acts. And that soul's perspective where there's no judgment, just understanding and compassion allows us to forgive ourselves, to forgive others from acting out of ignorance. And just that shift in the higher view makes a world of difference. You know, all of us really, if we learn to think, what if I died in this moment and I had to come back through a medium, what would I say from that perspective? You know, everything loses its importance when we cross the veil because we all we see is love. The things that we cling to here, just it's not that they're not important. It's just that we see that what's all important is loving each other and understanding and forgiveness. If others here can't forgive us now, we can at least forgive ourselves and send them compassion. I hope that's helpful. Yes, it is lovely. Okay, so sit in the silence, get very centered with a few deep breaths. Know that you are never alone. This advice goes for everybody listening. Know that your guides simply wait for you to reach out and say, I need some help with this. It's like a, a child who the parents will let them stumble until you finally reach or that child reaches the hands up and says, help me, please. And you're not going to deny them. The guides let us stumble because that's how we learn. But when you finally say, okay, my guides, I really need your help. What can you tell me? How can you help me? And you will continue then to get insights and just follow your heart. Even if you don't hear a clear answer, you'll be guided. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, This is lovely. Just to assure everybody, I am entering everybody's names that's called in so far into the drawing. And we're just having a great time answering these questions. Let's see. We're going to move on to, I believe the name is Burrell. That's an unusual name, but very nice. Burrell, am I saying that correctly? Yes, ma'am. That's very close. That's uh, it's Burrell. Apparently, it's from Burl. Scotland, and I I'm not sure about it myself. Um, <laughs> I looked up the name of Sanaya in a Sanskrit dictionary, and it says it means ancient or old ones. Yeah, it means several yeah. very interesting and relevant things that just blow me away. It's very cool. Well, thank you for doing what you do. And I had uh, two related questions. I'm getting old. I'm 75 now, and I sort of want to know what I need to do. Uh, in my life to finish up, to do my rap, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Live every second. moment as if it's your last and love with all your heart. That's guidance for anybody that's even a teenager. And, you know, we humans have this idea, Beryl, that we have to change the world and do all these great things. And truly, mm-hmm. if we can leave this world and know that we have learned to love unconditionally, that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no judgment even if we don't learn to do that. But it's it's that okay. simple. And so that we're given opportunities every moment, even with the server in the restaurant, and certainly with our our partners and family members. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, the people we should love unconditionally all the time, and yet they present our biggest challenges because they, they push our buttons. God bless them. <laughs> it gives us all these opportunities. Yeah. So that's it. Really, you can relax. 
and just well, say, you, if, you know, if tomorrow were my uh, last breath, I'm going to go out today and just love, love people. Thank you. You're That's welcome. Great. Appreciate you calling in. Please oh, be well. Gosh. Thank you. All right. Many blessings. You know, I hear myself and it sounds so Pollyanna. And yet, you know, you want me to step back into being human? I don't like the feel of that so much. I love the way this feels. And it is very practical because I have seen the results of not responding, not fighting oil, not fighting, what is that? Don't throw oil on a fire, you know? Don't respond to anger with anger. Respond with love. And it's just instantly uh, an antidote. So beautiful, beautiful answers coming from the spirit world and from what I've learned from personal experience. So I give the credit to spirit. Boy, we have a lot of men calling in today, many more than women. I see them lined up here, and that's, that's just fantastic because usually at my workshops, we have about 8% men. Tonight, tonight is about 80% men calling in. Scott, you're on the air. Okay. Um, it's so funny. I'm, I'm getting a phone call on my uh, other line, but or maybe that was your radio station with a beep before you announced my name. Hey, I'll bet you that anyway, was it. <laughs> okay. Suzanne, this is a question for you or Sanaya, both of you, okay, about I'll the read. mystery of life. Um, sort of like the oneness experience or the, the experience of unity, love. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, a humility and a beauty and a completeness feeling in that, at least in, in my own experience and the times that I've been fortunate enough to feel that. But at the same time, there's this sort of profound wondering about what it is and and so the question is sort of in a way it's how is it but really it's it just is and, and it seems to be a mystery and and do you experience that as a mystery as well and does Sanaya experience that as a mystery like that all that is is a mystery even to itself mm. okay boy that's a bunch of questions all in one but let's you want to talk about oneness and the mystery First of all, it's a mystery for humans to put a word and to put labels to this, this, it's not even a thing, this oneness. It's just, it's a state of being that we can experience for brief moments. And yet when you experience it through meditation or by grace or in a spiritually transformative experience, you suddenly remember who we are and where we came from. And it's just so blissful. And yet, as Sanaya has told me, it's not even the fullness of what we will experience when we finally merge with that light ultimately. I'm not even talking about just the af- the life that follows this one. It's ultimate ascension. Yet the guides have said if we were able to feel the fullness of that love and light from which we descend, we would our bodies couldn't handle it. So we're given these tastes that keep us moving ever onward and ever upward and learning to love unconditionally. And the more we do that, the more we get those tastes of oneness. And so we can explore it and experience it here because love is that, that connection. It's lack of separation. And that's when you, you see the same joy Joy being a synonym for source and the light. You see joy in your in a puppy's eyes and a baby's eyes and your lover's eye and in the mailman's eye and in a plant and in a tree. It's this is why 
I can talk like a Pollyanna because once you experience it, those who have also experienced it know what I'm talking about. And those who haven't, they either just say, you know, brush me off with their hand because they're not ready for it. Or they say, I want some of that. So how do you get to that place of knowing oneness? Well, you have to become comfortable with silence because everything that is has arisen from this pure awareness that has no thoughts, no words, no shape, no form. It just is this all-encompassing connection. And we arise from that. That is our source. That is our father and mother. And I could just go on and on because it feels so good, but am I even touching on an answer you were looking for? Well, that was beautiful. Yes, absolutely. And okay. But the, the bottom line one is I, it may be difficult to answer, which is, is that, which you just described so beautifully, a mystery to itself at some... I see. Yes, that was part two there. Uh, let me ask that question because this is something that's hard to put into words. Is that a mystery to itself, Sanaya? Pure awareness contains all awareness, and there is no aware, there is no mystery in that pure state of being knowing. They just hyphenated that, being hyphen knowing. There is no lack for all is contained there, all possibilities, all potential. It's in the expression of that potential that mystery enters into it for in its purest state, all is already expressed. So they're showing me if you project outward and look backwards, that's where the mystery is. But as its pure self, there is no mystery at all. There's just this mm. being, being knowing. Huh. Wow. Pretty, pretty cool. Might have to Very. replay that in the, in the archives and listen to that a couple times. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, wow. thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. So we have time for one more caller. And before we get Jim on the line, I want to tell you we have a few folks lined up. And I hope we can fill up the next hour because I didn't yet hook my printer up here to print out any sent-in questions. So it's going to be completely live calls. The number to call in after the break, 816-251-3555. So, Jim, you're on the air. Hi, Suzanne. It's Jim Thompson from The Villages and Heartfulness Meditation. How are hey, you? Hey, how are you doing? And good. And, and Nancy, Nancy good? <laughs> hey, uh, congrats on the new house, but Thank uh, you. we miss having you down here. I know, I know. But we, we, we have a boat in our future, and that's that's why we left I, The Villages. I knew that. <laughs> I knew that. Okay. Um, I, I have a question for you and a question for Sanaya. Okay. Um, first First for you, with all you've learned about the afterlife and the awakening and stuff, what do you aspire to be when you pass? When I pass? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Let me just, what do I aspire to be? You know, I I don't think about that because I want, I want to bring that love that I will experience when I pass right here, Jim. I, I, mm-hmm. I don't aspire to that there even though there is only here, I aspire to that here. So I hope to experience the same kind of love and freedom as I'm experiencing more and more each day right here, right now. So 
if you're saying, do I want to be a guide or a master? You know, that's right. our, our yeah. guides have told us there's no hierarchy across the veil. So what I aspire to okay. is, is to continue doing my best to, to share love, to help others find freedom from their story and to know we are all the light. Yeah. So okay. was there and another question for Sanaya or was that yes. it? Yes, there's a question for Sanaya. She has, in, in numerous uh, of your talks, she's talked about us being projections, um, about our having our own veils, uh, and then the slide you had a week or so ago about it's holographic. Yes. And the, the physicist in me keeps thinking, okay, is the veil actually some sort of holographic film, and that creates mm. us? I'm being shown a reference beam of the main light. That is the that's source. That's the, the, the highest energy there is. And each of us are the working beams and the mm -hmm. interference patterns that all of us that that result from our energetic events that are us is okay. what causes the appearance of solidity, but it's really just energetic events interacting with each other. And I just lost the thread. Did that answer your question so far? Or did I just? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> I think I might have Unless lost half of my more. listeners, but uh, <laughs> my guides are giving me thumbs up like he got what he wanted. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Great You're welcome. To you. Say it's hi really to and to Nancy, great to hear from you. Okay. So mm -hmm. Jim Bye. and Nancy are really big proponents of mindfulness and they Every time I would do a Sanaya session, they would bring flyers and announce a mindfulness session going on in the villages where there are all kinds of activities. And we're going to have one of the main proponents of that mindfulness method coming on the show in a couple of months, which is really cool. So I have only one minute to go till the break. So I am just going to talk for a few minutes instead of take another call and have to interrupt. I just want to remind you that if you call in for the second half, just like everybody else, I'm going to put your name on a little piece of paper that I have right here and do a drawing. I have three online courses, and you'll get your choice of the course if I pull your name at the end. So I am just so excited about one of the things in our new house. I have this painting that's been in my meditation room. It's so beautiful. When people look at it, you can kind of gauge their where they are in their journey by how they react to the painting. Some people say, that's nice. Others just stare at it. And others like me, when I first saw it, burst into tears. Well, thanks to St. Ty, it's now front and center over the fireplace in our new home. So I get to look at it constantly, not just when I'm in my meditation room. I hope all of you have something that reminds you of the fact that you are love. We are all the light that you can look at daily as a reminder of how unique and special and magnificent you are. If you don't, find it and put it where you'll see it. We're going to go to a break now. Please come back in three minutes with more questions. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. 
the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's first Thursday, answering questions from callers. I'm just so grateful for the way the answers are flowing today. Truly, I want to let all of you know, never talk yourself out of anything. I sat down here feeling really pretty achy and exhausted from being on our feet from five this morning, moving into the house, just putting everything aside and focusing on this for an hour. And, you know, when you have a team of guides, which all of you do, and you learn to call on them, and know how to center yourself with a few deep breaths and try my bless me method, which you can find on YouTube, my seven steps to connecting with higher consciousness. You can just put everything aside and connect with your guides. So just encourage all of you to do that. You can never be so off balance that you can't connect. So Gabriel, you've been waiting the longest so far. Well, let me see. Got to remember to bring you on. Hang on. Gabriel, you're on the air. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, how <laughs> I think are you? I need to, hi. Uh, everything is sort of turning inside. Um, oh. But it seems you answered so many of the questions that I oh. had, but didn't quite know how to ask. Oh, so beautiful. Sort of a, yeah, so I had sort of a talk with Sanaya. I said, please, <laughs> you've you got to hear me. Help me asking this question. And a funny thing was, it it was almost magical because uh, the first person that you were asking for, Elias, Elias, happens to be the name of my uh, my soulmate. Oh, and, my goodness. And wow. it probably wasn't him calling him in because he is driving. You know, he's working. Yeah. Wow. And, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty outstanding. Yes, it so, is. So, you know, yeah, I'm currently taking your online course. Oh, uh, wonderful. Online course? Yes. With, it with the shift and, network, yes. Yes. And, you know, I was obsessively listening every single day for hours to NDE experiences. Oh. And I've, yeah, and I've had my, um, some of my family members that had passed on and non-family members, they were just come to me without me knowing they had passed on and talked to me. I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Mm. Literally turning around and mentioning their name. And um, I said to myself, you know what? For once and for all, I have to find out, am I cut out for this work or not, or forever put it aside and be mm-hmm. in peace about it. Um, How's it going? Uh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, surprising <laughs> because, you know, I sort of poo-pooed that I would have everybody as a guardian angel. It sounded so. Oh, I identify with that. Don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. used to be the same and, way. Don't talk to me about spirit guides. That's woo-woo stuff. Right. And now they're my, my greatest yeah. helpers. Yeah. Yeah. And then to my surprise, I found my you know, still have sort of a hard time saying it, but my guardian angel or my spirit guide, mm-hmm. um, that this being had been with me that I can remember in two very crucial moments when mm. healing happened for me. 
Mm-hmm. And um, so that was like, what? Oh, my God, you are real. Yes, you they know? are. Yeah, they're yeah. very patient with us. <laughs> did you have yeah. a specific yeah. question today? Or did, like you said, it was already answered. Well, I I, I sort of do. Um, I, you know, I sort of, when I met my spirit team, it was like it came Council of Twelve. It really threw me for a loop. And so my question is, and you may have answered that as well before, um, how do I know if it's mediumship or channeling for me? I am not clear about that at all. You mean what um, is your calling? Yes, because yes. I also, you know, in one of the meditations I do, I got that CD that you have. Mm-hmm. And I felt like all of a sudden, as I was feeling my guides and I wanted to hear from my mom, I thought, well, maybe I can go across the veil and go look for her. Yes. And, you know, and I felt I did. It happened and I could feel her. Yes. And I, and I just, I'm fascinated. How does it look like over there? I want to feel it. And I have to say, I've had experiences that just left me weeping with joy. I cannot even explain to anyone. You know? and, and those so of you who are I'm, listening who feel envious, this can happen to anyone once we realize, you know, our loved ones can come to us, but we can go to them as well. And I know that it's your studying of near-death experiences, Gabrielle, that, that has opened you to these experiences that you're having yourself. Because the more we hear stories of others' experiences in the light, the more we read about them, it clears away our filters, our energy rises and we're more open to and apt to have these kinds of experiences. So I don't recommend that anybody become obsessed. You you use that word and it's great to have yeah. balance, balance in our life. And I'm sure that you did, but it's just beautiful. Now, as for your question about channeling versus mediumship, channeling is mediumship. You are connecting with, merging with the energy field of higher beings, be they those who have just recently passed from this physical realm or be they guides or masters. It's a simply a different focus than mediumship. In mediumship, if I'm bringing through a spirit who has passed for their loved ones here, there are moments when we merge so completely that I take on their gestures, their, their of course, mannerisms, the same thing, but their way of speaking and allow them to speak directly through me that's channeling so really it's just a different focus and try both especially while you're doing this shift network course with me and just see how it unfolds for you it'll it'll be very clear to you you, the way your heart speaks to you which is your path okay okay makes sense yes super I, i just love feeling your joy and your peace with all of this it's just an awesome journey isn't it Yes, you know, I want to say one last thing. You know what excited me the most from from listening to your podcast? Oh, What's my that? God. Those interviews is Gary Schwartz. Oh, the soul and, phone. Yeah, that's, and, he's going to oh very God. soon he's going to be demonstrating that they definitely have replicable contact through technology with those across the veil. So won't it be oh amazing to watch this, how it yes, changes yes. things for all of humanity? Yeah. Yes, and the ecstatic yes. poet. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. It was lovely chatting thank with you. Thank you, Suzanne. Okay. You. And I just thank all of you for listening as well. I'm just so grateful that the, the 
guests and these answers speak to you and if they can help you in your journey at all that's a blessing so we're going to move on to Erin I thank you for your patience you're finally on the air yes hi how are you doing great I hope you are as well yes yes and uh, congratulations on your new home Uh, it's good to be out of the bus I love the bus but we need to spread out Um, yeah, well, I just, you know, I actually am taking your course as well with the shift network. And, uh, so I have decided to actually start meditating, uh, as a conscious effort uh, every day. Yay. It doesn't have to be long. I mean, 10 minutes a day is, it just sets your priorities and shifts your focus just enough that you remind yourself daily. I'm more than this physical body in this story and opens you up to greater discernment. But Anyway, I don't want to get off a track here. What is your question? (laughs) Well, um, my uh, first actual official attempt at meditation was a few years ago. I actually was listening to this binaural um, recording. And uh, I got to the point where actually, uh, I guess I got quiet enough where all of a sudden I saw this vision of big, bold, black letters, the word Zen. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it came right after a man doing martial arts. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> and of course, I came right out of it and said, what was that? And, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I can't seem to stay uh, with that. You know what I mean? I can't stay in the vision. It just, I come right out. But uh, then I looked up the word Zen because I never actually knew the definition. Mm-hmm. And it's actually about meditation. <laughs> so you bet. Like, Definitely. And yeah, in a state so, of peace and calmness, presence, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was wondering now that was presented to me, but who who did it? Was it my higher self, or was it a guide, or you know who does? And it? if I and if I answered yes to both of those, here's a little. That's like a koan. That's what they give the 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 uh, the students of meditation. You know, figure that out. When, why did I just answer yes? It was your guide, and it was your higher self. Because okay. ultimately, there's only one light, and so ultimately, right. it doesn't matter which level, which aspect, which projection of the light gave it to you. It came and it was a gift. We humans like to pigeonhole everything, but the real journey is coming to know. We are this, this awareness, this love, this connection. So, yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Thank <laughs> you very much. You're welcome. I hope you enjoy the course and I'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Take care and thanks for calling in. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Okay. The number to call in and remember you call in and I pull your name at the end in the drawing. You'll get one of my online courses. The choice is yours for free. And the number to call in is 816-251-3555. I have two callers left, and then we'll light up the line some more. Barb, I'm clicking the button here, and you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Yay. 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 I just (laughs) wanted to thank you. Over the summer, I learned about you, and my sister-in-law and I read all of your books. And this past September... We lost our son, 35 oh my. years old, unexpectedly. Oh, my. And and I looked at my sister-in-law and said, oh, my God, 
I'm part of the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a club with silver linings, that club of Shining Light Parents. I mean, uh, two of our dearest friends helped us moving in today beyond any help I could have imagined. And it's the love of our children across the veil that brought us together. And this kind of love filters down. It's when you come to know what truly matters the most and what allows us to move into that place is knowing that your son is okay and wants you to move forward with him in the awareness that he's with you. That makes all the difference, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And it was like a godsend that I read the books first. It's almost like I got goosebumps when you said that, you know, things are known at a soul level that we don't always know. and, And we're prepared in a way. Yeah. I just wish there was something I could do to help my husband because he doesn't believe any. He's uh, just not. Yeah. You know, and that is a toughie, but that also is part of your journey to be satisfied that each one of us is exactly where we're supposed to be. And it's sometimes, here's a tough one to admit, we want others to believe so that we can be comfortable in believing. But I can tell you you also want him to believe because you know the peace it brings you. So be, be comfortable with him not agreeing with you. Send him love and know that ultimately at some point, even if he has to pass first, he will see your son and know. And I know we want him to have that peace now. So we'll just all hold that vision that just by you modeling being in a state that's so much greater than it could have been if you didn't have this awareness that your son is okay, that he will want some of that for himself. Get a little bit curious. Maybe you could. Maybe one day he'll watch the Messages of Hope video. Uh, I see a lot of people see this Navy officer, you know, saluting and serving with the president and say, hmm, if she can believe maybe nobody's going to ridicule me for at least checking this out. You know, and you just watch that door crack open. Some of the husbands that came to the Helping Parents Heal conference last year came because their wives dragged them and they left changed people. So you just never know. You never know. But in the meantime, just surround him with love and know that he's right where he needs to be. Thank you so much. And thank thank you for writing the books. I just, I can't not write them, Barb. They just flow out of me, and I'm grateful to Spirit for it. But thank you for reading them, and I'm so grateful they're helpful to you. All right, and and I just just uh, surround you with love, and and I hope that your son does a good job of letting you know he's around. He has been. He has been. Okay, great. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. And now, Susan, you live right down the street from me. I can see where you're calling from, my new neighbor. (laughs) Yes, and I'm going to bring you some flowers or a plant this weekend to celebrate your new house. Oh, thank you. Nothing like having live flowers and greenery in the house. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Well, this is something I discussed with you before, but since Sanaya is there today, um, we didn't quite get a definitive answer, but... Uh, since Sanai is there, maybe they can help. And this is the situation whereby, as a child, the footsteps would come in the middle of the night over and over and stop at the end of the bed. And I begged them to go away because it scared me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the one night when they didn't stop at the end of the bed, but they went and stopped at my little sister's head, 
is when I just got so angry and flew out of the bed and said, go away and leave us alone. Um, so long story, uh, I then when we were moving to our new house, I was so excited because I thought I will finally have some peace from this. And uh, But I didn't. We moved to the new house, and now the footsteps started in the hallway behind the kitchen, and they would walk through the dining room and stop at the end of the bed. Mm. And somewhere along the line, they did finally stop. Um, I have no idea why. I've Googled it. They stopped stopped because you kept saying, go away. Right? Well, I did because I wasn't feeling... A loving presence. I was feeling fear. And that's the loving presence was likely there, but we're just so programmed to think ghosts or whatever, the fear of the unknown. That's that's the human body, which is separate from the soul, programmed to protect us, programmed to react with fear. And so that fear overcame what the soul knows, that you're okay. And whenever we exert our free will through choice and say state you must go away they do and that's okay i'm hearing right now that they were planting seeds and i know you're you're taking my course now and now it's time to yes. turn it back on so you can just say i know you forgive me for telling you to go away when i was younger and i know you understand that was coming from fear but i'm setting that fear aside now and i invite you to come back into my life even greater than you did before and we'll pick up where we left off oh i love that Super. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I see you around. (laughs) See you this weekend. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, great. Bye-bye. So I think this is a setup from Spirit that there are no more callers calling in, even though we usually do at this time. And I have about nine minutes to go. And I had been looking at some notes that I made earlier on my computer screen. I don't have them printed out. But it's a topic that just keeps coming up for me lately, and it's one I never wanted to talk about because I didn't agree with the concept, and that is, are there souls who are stuck or earthbound? How do you like that? And suddenly I have nine minutes to discuss this with nobody calling, so clearly we're supposed to talk about this. You will hear other mediums and some very well-known, famous mediums say talk about stuck souls or earthbound souls. I know that Mavis Patilla, I wrote her biography, Droplets of God is the title, does not believe in stuck or earthbound spirits. And I don't even want to use the word believe or not believe, because what I've done is I've asked my guides, give me guidance on this, because in the class that I'm teaching online, people are experiencing souls who appear to be in some kind of state where they're confused. I'll put it that way. And we don't want to think of our loved ones as stuck. So I asked Sanaya to help me with this. And I also spoke with several people I know who work with souls who are in some kind of a transitional state. So here's where I am with this now. And note, there's never any definitive answer for anything that anybody asks because we're all evolving and growing. In my current understanding and experience, I would like to avoid completely this word stuck And what I have experienced from across the veil very infrequently, but there have been just a few cases where there are some who don't want to admit that their earth experience has ended souls who cross. 
they were not ready to leave when they transitioned, perhaps by an accident or whatever happened to them. They may feel unprepared for whatever the next experience is. Notice that. It's the next experience. All we have is ongoing experiences, whether here in a physical body or out of a body, because we are the light having experiences. So perhaps some souls want a little time to rest before having another more robust experience. Perhaps some are still clinging so much to their earthly experience that they don't want to have another experience. Perhaps some simply haven't realized there is another experience. Are they stuck? Only by their belief system. So this is where we have some people, mediums, on both sides of the veil who can assist them to say, hey, you know, there are more experiences to be had. If you want to hang around here, that's fine. You're surrounded by love, surrounded by benevolent beings. But there are more experiences where there's even more freedom than you had in your earthly experience. What do I mean by that freedom? Here in our earthly suits, we make choices, and it takes a while for the results of those choices sometimes to manifest. Once we no longer have a body, we can instantly be wherever we want to be. We can create whatever we want, and it manifests right in front of us. That's freedom. So anybody who wants to assist a soul who may appear, appear a bit confused, who may be hanging around, and we feel that it would be much more pleasant for them to have another experience where they experience this freedom that we know is possible, we simply tell them, you know, you might want to move along to a more pleasant experience or one that's more free. Not to say they're not having pleasant experiences. Some are here by choice. And that's the thing. It's always through our own thoughts that we create our reality. So a lot of people say, but have they gone to the light? This phrase is nonsensical. We are the light. We are always in the light. We cannot be in the light. However, if you read a lot of near-death experiences reports, there is a state where there is this all-encompassing light that's so much brighter than anything we realize here in physical form, anything we experience. So there is a light that actually draws us onward, but we're always in the light as far as the fact that we are surrounded by love and we are this love. We just have to bring it into our awareness. So we can simply reassure those that the earth experience is over and they can continue to move on. But we're always in the light. Love is always available. Are we stuck only by our awareness? A mere suggestion from someone who loves them on either side of the veil. You, if you have any concerns about your loved ones, if they pass suddenly or tragically, simply need to connect with your heart and hold in awareness. They are fine. And just send them loving light that they're in, having an experience that they are enjoying and are creating more of those experiences. Don't worry about them at all. Fear serves no purpose. Simply send them love and know that if, if you have a heart connection, they are going to feel that. And just tell them, you know, I, I've been thinking of you a lot because you're no longer in a physical body and it must be just amazing to be able to create whatever experience you want with your awareness. Tell me about that. And you may even feel some 
response from your loved ones. But do you see how the word stuck arises from collective consciousness thinking that we're somehow trapped? This is They've pressed the pause button perhaps, and this is just a very, very small percentage of those who pass. You know, when we transition, we have the opportunity to fully awaken to our true nature much more rapidly than we do during our Earth experience without the dense body's veil and its inherent human nature. But we have this opportunity to experience as much light as we can handle while in a body right here, right now, by setting aside fears. You know, we can be stuck here on Earth when we refuse to believe there's more. We see this all the time. So finding freedom can happen here. We even talked about this earlier in the program. Isn't that just amazing how that works? So life for each soul is a personal continuum from being asleep to who we are to awake to the fact that I am the light. Repeat after me. I am the light. And the light is within. There's my alarm. I need to pull a... <laughs> to pull a one of your names and give the prize, but I'm going to just finish and conclude this, this beautiful thought here. So if you're feeling stuck here, simply recognize your true nature. And if you don't know what that is, set that intention and go within to find that light. If you're worried about your loved ones, send them the light that you hold in your heart for them. And we're all simply traveling this journey together. There is only the light. So rather than think of, of, of dimensions or where someone might be, just know it is a continuum of the light getting brighter and brighter and brighter and hold the intention that all of us experience the brightest light at all times. That just feels so right to me. And I just feel it's our place to let others know that this is a world of goodness. And if anybody's in any place of fear, no matter where they are here or across the veil, we just change it by awakening. So I'm going to quickly pull a name here. I'm shuffling. My eyes are closed. Trust me on this. And the winner today is Amy. So Amy, send an email to info at SuzanneGiesman.com and uh, let me know which course you want. For the rest of you, thank you so much for joining me for a yet another Ask Suzanne and Sanaya show. And next week, we'll have another exciting guest for you. I just love sharing the light and the love with all of you because I feel it coming back from you. And isn't that the way it works? I love you all and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.